0: Have you been scared off from buying a house because rates have been frighteningly high? The Sharp Mortgage Team in Winston-Salem can help make it feel far less spooky. There are many programs available now that can keep your mortgage payment from making you want to scream. You will dread it if you don't call for more information today because Halloween is right around the corner. With the Sharp Mortgage Team, there are no tricks. And they will treat you and the zombies you love like family. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Okay, we're visiting with our real estate guy. He is Blake Ginther with The Ginther Group, a proud presenting partner of the Triad Podcast Network. Blake, before we get into the podcast, I want to share something that I think you'll appreciate. I am coaching flag football for both of my boys this fall that's not the part that i think you'll appreciate although you are pumping your fists so maybe you do Um, do but my my youngest son it's it's part of the nfl flag football program so you you get to play on official teams that are in the nfl my youngest son is playing for the browns yeah i i'm sorry
1: man (laughs) my children are rooting for them now and i feel
0: just guilty i feel guilty (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome program, by the way, we always like to pump up local stuff. It's a great, it is a very well run and fantastic youth sports program. They do it over at Miller park. It's one day a week on Sundays in the afternoons. And so, yeah, we'll see if, uh, who knows, maybe this will be the most successful Browns team in the history of the Browns. It very well could be. And I, I it if should. they win one game, it
1: might be, it might be. And I will say that I find it ironic that they have the, the games, on NFL Sunday. Right. That's funny to me that the NFL is like, yeah. we should do these sponsored you know, things uh, for football awareness and then take you away
0: from watching us. That seems interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense if you're playing for the Browns and you're taking people away from watching the Browns. Actually, it really does. That is that is yeah. very, very nice of them. And closer to home, the Panthers as well. They're also oh yeah, we're not. not even, we don't have to
1: talk about either one of those teams. Although okay. The Panthers can at least have hope that they're going to not win another game and get my Buckeye CJ Stroud. They can hope. There you go.
0: Okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe then you'll you'll start to pull a little bit for the for the Panthers. They they need some hope. I, they need something. I, for the record, I do pull for the Panthers when they're not playing the Browns. Like I want my friends to be happy. You know. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, as much as people would love to hear us debate the the sorrows of NFL teams and their fan bases, I love the cup. Got the nice, uh, keep pounding, keep pounding that water, whatever's in that cup. Yeah. It's water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're here to talk some real estates. Uh, a couple of things that I noticed over the last few days and weeks that, that I wanted to, to, to talk about today. One is a recent YouTube video that you did. By the way, uh, the Ginther Group has a YouTube channel. Blake does some great videos. They're they're short. They're to the point. Um, and a lot of times they help me come up with topics for this podcast. But uh, <laughs> the one you did recently was on should you rent or should you buy? And it, it's a, it's an age-old question in the world of, of real estate. But I think it's a very interesting one now because of rising costs, rising costs in, with regards to interest rates for buying, rising costs in terms of the in terms of home prices and the way that they have increased by percentages, but also inflation when it comes with rental and, and the amount you're going to pay for rental properties. So I don't know the answer to that question, Blake, especially in this local market, but that's why we have you on the show. So uh, tell us what you were trying to get at with that video and why you thought that was such an important topic right now locally.
1: So before they came out with that national poll that said, excuse me, that said Winston is top 10. I think we came in 10th in the country in rental inflation. Um, so our rent prices have risen the tenth most in our country, um, and and if you are a landlord and I am one, um, you can say that well, we're overdue. We were overdue. We we hung below uh, our our neighbor cities by a lot, and we still are below our neighbor cities by a lot. But what that means is, in the last two years, our rental rates have gone up. The tenth most in the country, mm-hmm. and 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 I think that trend is going to continue. I think. The secret of Winston-Salem is perhaps getting out. And I do think that between companies moving this area and Charlotte and Raleigh being harder and harder uh, to find appropriate, affordable housing, Winston is going to continue to grow. Um, hmm. And so where that what that goes to is, A, by the way, that is also making more investors want to come here, which I think a lot of people are like, no, but that that's going to be unavoidable when they say, oh, so their rent rates are rising. Hmm. And they're in the South, which Sunbelt is definitely a thing that people want to get to, you know, investment, big investment money wants to come our way. So all that to say that where I go with that is um, rent rates. Renting is going to get more challenging and more expensive. And, you know, the cliche of you can pay 7% interest rate or you can pay 100% interest rate is true. I mean, if you rent, you are. That is, there's no principal being paid there. There's no tax write-off and there's no equity ever to be gained. So there's a lot of reasons. Um, those those simple two reasons are, to me are like number one and number two. Mm-hmm. I think besides that, number three, the inventory for, you think the inventory for purchasing is bad. The inventory for renting is worse, mm-hmm. way worse. Hence why our, our values are continuing to rise. Um, and I, I don't see, I think the biggest thing, Adam, between this topic and it kind of bleeds into the other things that I was thinking we might want to discuss too, which is where we are and, and where we're going from a housing market. I think people, um, there's no doubt we're not in bananas land anymore, where um, the interest rates made everybody who just even sniffed at buying, buy, right? If you yeah. were considering doing something, you did it most likely. And and I'm one of them. I we said before we hit record, like I we didn't have to move. We literally could have lived in that house forever. It was a main level garage, main level. Li- I mean, it was awesome. Um, so we moved. I'm not gonna say we moved because we were bored, but but I mean, I honestly think we we looked. We were looking around out of I think half boredom, half like yeah. I mean, if we find the right house, sure. And I think that more than ever before. People did that, so um, and and I don't blame anybody. I don't blame. And look, we got a two and a half percent interest rate. So when people go, well, Blake, why would I move? I have a two and a half percent interest rate. The house checks, you know, most of the boxes. And you know, if I move, yeah, I can get a lot of money from my house. I can get thirty percent more than I could two years ago. But aren't I going to pay thirty percent more with a seven percent interest rate? And my answer to them is, you probably shouldn't move. I mean honestly I think they think a realtor is like I'm going to sell them on moving. No, I'm not going to sell anyone on moving if you mm-hmm. if you if you're if you need more space, right? If you if the house no longer fits you, then looking at and what I love helping people with is maybe you should add an addition. Maybe you shouldn't, yeah. right? Maybe you should renovate. Maybe you should do different, you know, explore all of your real estate options. Um, and, and sometimes moving, I think we're just back to the, where we were for the last several decades, which is if you need to buy a home, right? If you need a home, then yes, you should still buy versus rent. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. for some of the reasons we've already discussed, if you don't, well, yeah, I mean, then maybe you shouldn't, maybe you don't,
0: maybe don't need to move. As the season changes here in the triad. So does the feeling of being outdoors. The humidity lessens, the mosquitoes start to disappear. It's just more comfortable. But as those things drop, so do the temperatures. So how do you make sure you can still enjoy being outside? Well, here's a solution. How about a screened-in porch with a fireplace? I feel more relaxed just reading that sentence. Our friends at Icon Custom Builders have been transforming homes in the triad since 2005 and can help clients enjoy their homes year-round through all seasons. Whatever is on your wish list, large or small, Icon can help. You dream it, and their full-service design-build team can turn it into reality by guiding you through every step of the process. Just visit their website, iconcustombuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. (sighs) Is it fair to say because of the rise in rental costs and... And a lot of that has to do with what you said, which is if if you think inventory is low in in purchasing a home, is even lower when it comes to finding somewhere to to rent. When you put together somebody, let, let's say you have homes that are that you're looking at the same home, and you have the option to rent it or you have the option to buy it. Is it accurate to say that when you, even when you factor in taxes, insurance, the the principal on your mortgage, and and a se- potentially a seven percent interest rate? you' you still might end up paying less than what you would just for just for rent. Yeah
1: that is definitely still a possibility um, because rental rates have gotten so high that you're renting like a three two small um, you know frankly all vinyl home that was probably pre covid built for 150, 175 and now is probably being built for 300 um, or three and a quarter. Um, and, and, and it's, or being sold for, I should say. And, and it's that, that is renting for 2000 bucks. Um, so yeah, yes, you can still do better. I mean, it depends on how much money you put down. Um, and for the record interest rates, as we do this zoom are not seven, they're six and a half. And, and if you're with state employees credit union, or if you can get with, you know, the local smaller options are doing better than the big boys. So, you know, the brokers that used to be able to, you know, utilize some of the bigger entities to get better rates are actually losing currently to the, the little mom and pops, the credit line, credit unions. Um, And so, and that's fine. And that's, that's not unusual. When rates go up, the the little guys are do better. When rates Mm -hmm. go down, the little guys do worse. So, Uh, You can still get rates in the fives. I mean, everybody just breathed through the fact that like, this is where really where I thought we were going to go, Adam, is my whole point to everybody these days is like, adjust to the new normal, right? That was the thing. The new normal was a phrase we said a lot in COVID. Thank God we stopped using that phrase. But I just want to say it again to housing. We're not going to lose the 30% that's gone up. That's the new baseline. Yeah, And then the interest rates... I mean, we are literally at the exact average over the last five decades, right? Yeah, we're, we're literally at the exact average. And people are like, but I don't want to hear that. That was, you know, and, if, and really, if you go back to the 90s, forget the 80s, which went a little quick, right? The '8 the 90s, right, is is we're basically at still like at the average. I mean, the average, I think, is six and a quarter. We're at six and a half. I mean, we're there. Yeah. So, yeah. People are like, yeah, but it's going to come. What if it doesn't? What if interest? I I don't think interest rates are going to be in the twos and threes again. I I don't think they need to be. I don't. We'll see. Something bad happens. You know, we go to war, or you know, who knows? But um, something barring something unforeseen, dude, I think we're going to be in the fours, fives, and sixes for a long, long time. And
0: that's healthy, right? Super healthy. It's not healthy to have one extreme, one extreme or the other. Yeah. You know. Um, So when when you talk about the new baseline and i and i think we've we've said this a number of times but it's it's always worth repeating especially now because you know i was reading a story in the journal just about the the increases in home prices or values and it's double digit percentages it's 15%, 16%, 20% yeah. and that's still a little that's still on the high range yeah and and but I, I think the point that I wanted to to ask you was how how illogical is it for people to say, I'm going to wait till inflation goes back down, prices go back down, whether I'm shopping in the grocery store, whether I'm getting gas, whether I'm looking at rentals, whether I'm looking at uh, getting a mortgage, or I'm going to wait for home prices to, to come back down to where they were. We're not talking about, when we talk about, the, the, the stop of inflation or or the stop of the craziness of inflation. We're not talking about it going back down. We're talking about it going back to the point where it was increasing at a reasonable rate. It's not going to go down. It's just going to go up at a more level pace, right? that's And that's the last four months, right? that That is basically since I, I mean, it depends on
1: where in the country here in, in the triad. And, and, you know, the triangle was six weeks behind us, right? But mm-hmm. for us, I'd say it was like, Late May, early June, um, it started to like. Oh, we're not going to see this two or three percent equity increase every month. I mean, it was crazy, right? For about a twelve month period, from summer of twenty one to summer to like April through April, mid May of twenty two. Right, we saw. Yeah, we saw sixteen percent equity increase. Where I mean, you know, again, my first decade of real estate in Winston was it averaged. I would say 2% equity increase a year. Um, I mean, maybe certain neighborhoods, three, but we were below the national average of four and a half, always for the first decade. And we've just been conservative in that way. So I think people are like, whoa. And really what happened is that was wrong, right? For us to, first we had that artificial dip because of mortgage fraud and, and overbuilding in seven and eight. So then we had that correction that took a decade. And then Winston was behind the rest of our state and our country at equity increase. So what happened was, bam, we just caught up. (laughs) Like literally in in a two-year period, we caught up to where we probably should have been. And from here forward, that's why I say adjust to the new baseline, because yeah, I mean, I think from here forward, if you buy a home I mean, I can't tell you, Adam, how many people bought a home in twenty or twenty-one and were able to sell it a year later and make money. Like, and some people, I'm I'm getting ready to list one where for family reasons they're selling after a very short period, and they put money into the property, and they're still going to make money, right? And this is they like you know flipping your primary home hasn't been a thing, and it and moving forward it won't be ever. I mean, probably not. I shouldn't say ever, but not that I can imagine again. So people, when you buy a home, if you plan on selling it within three years, you, you know, definitely within two years, chances are you're going to pay fees and and maybe break even. And that's normal, right? That's a, that's a 4%, 4.5%. That's, so you made like 9% equity increase. After you pay fees, you might make a couple thousand bucks, but that's, that's normal because you're not supposed to
0: move every two to three years. Right. Yeah. They don't call it the two-year itch or the three-year no, itch. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and it was interesting, Adam, you saying the inflation thing, like, look, I think that there are certain things that have to come back to earth. And, and I do think new construction, the cost of goods and the, the shipping and, and the, the manufacturing and shipping problem that COVID created, you know, combined with greed, frankly, created pricing craziness in new construction products that's come back down. So I do think builders are going to be able to, for a while there, for the next little bit, I think builders are just going to make more money. Their margins are going to be better because their costs are going to come down. But I do think we might see new construction pricing come down a little bit and that might force some resale prices to come down a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. candidly, not like I hope we see with certain things in the grocery store, not like I hope we see with certain other goods that I think was mostly greed with combined with a hint of shortage.
0: The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging, particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement as a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kids' college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located at Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com. jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Cetera Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Cetera Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Yeah, I I think it would be interesting to talk on our next episode about new construction and, and the strategy. In 2022, of new construction because I, I just see things on my regular commute with with new housing developments that are just like, wait, you can put seven houses in that space right there, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and the costs are still.
1: We'll see. I do think they might have to make some adjustments. I mean, yeah. some some homes that were literally two twenty five, two fifty pre COVID.
0: There, I just saw one go up for five hundred. I'm like that might have to come down a little bit. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, but I guess to to break it down, you know, to to simple math in what you're talking about. Let's say let's say I have a $300,000 home and it it I 2 years ago I bought it for 250. It's raised up to 300,000 and the the thinking here and the way people should retrain their their mind in terms of this this rise in costs is it's never going to dip below 300. It's never going to go back to 250 more than, I mean, like, look, anything's possible, but the way, what we're expecting is if it was 250 and it shot up to a equity increase of 300, we're not talking about it going back down to 250. So don't wait for that. Something like that to happen. If you're looking to buy, it's more of a, okay, it's going to go from 300 to you know, let's say you have a 5% increase. So that's, uh, you know, uh, 15, uh, $15,000 increase annually. And it goes, it goes from 300 to 315. Yep. And instead of going from 300 to 350, it goes from 300 to 315. Correct. And a normal increase in equity. Yep. That's, that's, that's that's the, that's the new normal that we're talking about. That
1: is, that is. And I think, by the way, while that house is while it's doing that, if you're choosing to rent, um, you're you're missing out. You're while you're thinking it's going to do something different, you're overpaying and mm-hmm. you're building no equity, and you're paying and you're getting no tax write offs, and and it just that's where I think anybody sitting on the sidelines um, because they're afraid of of oh eight or nine or or a, or a new a new baseline dropping. I think that is where they're gonna be
0: bummed. Yeah, but yeah. You know. and, and to be clear, I think it's important that you are and it it's it always sounds odd for for somebody in your line of work to say this, but I think that's why we trust you is you're saying, look, if you own a home right now and you don't have to move, that's okay. You you can you can sit this one out for now yeah. and you know find that the grass could be greener where you water it. But yeah. what what you're talking about is people that you need to find a home and you're trying to decide whether you should rent or buy. You should buy.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's like um it's really tough. It's like, I, I feel like people who own a home right now um I my mind I don't know why I always got to go to sports. But my mind goes to like like the Florida Marlins when they beat my beloved at the time Tribe now Guardians. Um and and they like they had this killer team, and and it was a, it was, and then they dismantled it, um, and it was like the next year, and everyone's looking around like, we just won it all, like we were just in such a great spot. What happened? Well, people who bought at, and have a, you know, that thirty percent, thirty five percent equity increase that they they've just accrued over the last two years, and have a two or three percent interest rate. Yeah, they should feel like champions. They should mm-hmm. feel like they're in a great position. Yeah. And now they're looking around. And they're going, "Well, I don't think I should buy it right now. I don't think I should sell right now because my team stinks." And it's like, well, I mean, compared to that, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. But if if people bought a product that no longer works for their life, they have a job transfer. You know, they they have a birth, a death, divorce. There's reasons why real estate moves. And you know what's funny, Adam? Those reasons alone are why most people bought and sold. Yeah. In the last two years, I don't think that's been the case.
0: And that's why we had the housing crisis, inventory crisis that we've
1: had. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yep, I do. I absolutely know what you mean. And we did a, almost an entire episode on this, which was top five reasons other than changing location for, for a job, top five reasons that people move. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah there are reasons why people have to find a new place to live. But like you said, if you're sitting there, I mean, I feel like I'm a good example here because yes, a, you a, are. a year ago, we worked with one of your fantastic buyers agents, Candler, and she showed us a handful of houses because we were thinking, all right, let's, let's, you know, we don't have to move, but let's, let's take a look around and could we use some more space? Sure. So let's take a look around and see. But at the end of the day, like, we don't have to move. We're we're sitting on a on a home that we like in an area that we like and at a little over a three percent interest rate. So we're probably just gonna sit tight. <laughs> and 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 really in this current market, I think unless something comes
1: up that is just wow, right? Knocks all the boxes. And because what I would say to you guys is the same thing we've said in the past and what lenders are saying, from a rate perspective, you're gonna marry the home and date the rate. Yep, so yep. If, if you find just this killer home that you think is a, actually not inappropriately priced and checks all your boxes, you can do it. And yeah, your interest rate will go way up, but you would refinance hopefully. But I think that's where the other thing people need to understand. We say hopefully six and six and a half, six and a quarter, that might be the new normal. And, and, and so I think that people need to mentally adjust to the fact that what if it doesn't? Right. You can always buy down your interest rate. That's always an option. Or you, you live with a six and a quarter. And when you go to mortgagecalculator.org, everybody, and just enter the numbers because they're not as crazy as you think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can't stress enough to, to people listening that these are, just, these are great conversations to have with Blake and his team about your own situation. If you're still thinking about what to do based on wherever you are in life, just just talk to them. I mean, honestly, just reach out, have a conversation about what you have going on. And, like he's talked about in this podcast, they're gonna they're gonna tell you what's in your best interest, not what's in their best interest. So um, Blake, if they want to get a hold of you, how can they do it?
1: So they can hit us up at theginthergroup dot com, the dot com or three three six two eight three eighty six eighty nine two eight three eight six eight nine and man, I appreciate that the the non-salesy Option approach
0: is my promise. That's my yep. promise. It it without a doubt is. Um, like I said, we we took the opportunity just to go look at some homes because we thought it was something we wanted to do, but never got any pressure to pull the trigger on anything. Never never felt like we were um, that that we weren't in a situation where uh, we didn't have control over what we thought was best. But we got great advice along the way. So. Yeah, reach out. They're, they're fantastic. They're the Ginther Group located right here in Winston-Salem. Blake, enjoyed it, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple, provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute,